0: Amen. Thank you, Sir Greg. And also, um, we say thank you to the choir. And if you're happy, please say good hearty. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible, please with, open with me in the book of Proverbs 27, verse 1 very well-known verse to all of us. Just one particular verse for our text tonight. Proverbs 27, verse number 1. Kindly share uh, the Bible. Or, I mean, um, what I mean is we rise and we read together the Word of God. Proverbs 27. And verse number 1. I hope you have found your place. Let's read this all together. Proverbs 27 verse 1. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful verse. And we reminded their Father, about worrying about the future. And help us, the Lord, to put everything into your hands to entrust to thee our tomorrow, our future. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Kindly be seated this time. We say hi to Brother Homer, Sir Homer and Mom Sonny in Legaspi. So... We had a long, quite a long talk this uh, afternoon. They watched our services this morning, and they are watching tonight. So, hi, uh, Ligaspi City, Uh, Sir Homer and Mom Sonny, and to all of you members who are watching us tonight. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, Solomon said, For thou knowest not... What a day may bring forth. Thou knowest not. I have entitled the message this afternoon, Leave the Future in the Hands of God. Leave the future in the hands of God. We do not know what lies ahead. Thou knowest not what a day, what a reminder. All of us, on the other hand, it is good for us that we do not know what a day may bring forth. Uh, really, there is, uh, on the other hand, we say we thank the Lord we do not know what a day may bring forth. We, always, we are always grateful for the opportunity of knowing. But, Our text today uh, also reminded us to be thankful. This is one verse to remind us how we need to be thankful for ignorance, for the things we do not know. There are things we do not know, so we thank God for that. Thank God for not knowing those things. We are to be thankful to God that He actually hides from us, the ability to know our future well suppose that right now God gives you the ability uh, for you to be able to see your good future let's say 15 years from now you're able to see what happens to you uh, from now 15 years from now that you will be you become very rich just granting you have the ability to see uh, 15 years from now you. Uh, become so rich, 15 years from now you are able to do this and that, and uh, um, you know what will happen actually, what happens most likely I say, for the sake of imagination, you probably just waste your time from now up to 15 years, and uh, you will mostly lose your heart in living for the present, your struggle for the present. Because all you can think is 15 years from now, you will have good fortune to happen to you. Suppose now uh, that right now you experience some physical sickness, for example. Sickness that may require you to regularly take your medicine, to exercise, to eat proper food. And then uh, you have to regularly talk to your doctor. To take your medicine remember that and uh, just think if you have the ability to see the future five years from now you are able to see that that you are very healthy 15 years from now or five years from now and uh, and as a result because you you say well i am uh, i will be strong 15 years from now so uh, all those diets those exercises You think you still have the heart to wake up early in the morning to get yourself, uh, uh, you know, physically strong? And uh, now we can turn the issue uh, the other way around. What if you knew that there are dark days of trouble awaiting for you, years from now? And uh, you know what happens? Because you see it 5 years, 10 years, 15 years from now. There are so many um, dark days that will happen to you, and the thought of them would probably take all the meaning of the present. All the good things that you have in the present you will you will not mind a bit because all you can think is fifteen years from now you will have some dangers and uh, and uh, and as a result you uh, those things will replace will be replaced you know. With uh, uh, anxiety because of the fear of the distant future, two things will likely happen. Now, number one, to know good might to know good might lead us to live presumptuously. I say. Let me repeat that: if you know that in the future some good things will happen to you, it might result; it might lead us to live presumptuously. You spend your time despising the word, the, the, the importance of the present compared to the future. And on the other hand, to know the evils of the future might tempt us to despair. In any way, in any side you see it, it's not good. At least we can say, well, it's good that our eyes right now, our eyes cannot penetrate the thick veil that God hangs between us and tomorrow. Thank God we do not see. God allows us not to see those things, some things in the future. That we cannot see beyond the spot where we are right now. And that uh, in a certain sense, we are utterly ignorant as to the details of the future. Boast not thyself of tomorrow. God says, For thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Yes, but there are things that God... We know there are things that God never allows us to know concerning the future, yet, I say, at a certain level, there are also things that He allows us to know at present. For example, we know that we know one thing that we must die, you know. At present, God gives us the ability that one day we will die. And for us Christians, we thank God for giving us the hope of the resurrection yes we are going to die but god allows us to know that there is a resurrection there is a heaven to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord so thank god for allowing us to know now it would have been a great mystery if we did not know it, if we didn't have that hope but thank god god gives us hope now we we, we find that solomon who is the writer of the book of proverbs apply the truth that we know not about tomorrow to the number one to the boasters the boasters to the man who said like james chapter 4 verse 13 go to now he that say he addresses this to those kind of people he that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain it is also addressed to the rich fool in Luke chapter 12. Look at verse 18 and 19 who said, This will I do, I will pull down my barns and, and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And then he says, I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast many goods laid up for many years. Take thine ears, drink and be merry. This verse, this truth is addressed to them. The Word of God is saying, through Solomon, thou fool, thou fool, you do not know about all this. You do not know what shall be on the morrow. All the goods that you are hoping to get never, uh, may never come to you. Life is yours. And you may not be able to, you may not be here to do it, to be able to do your business. If you only know that you are building a castle in the air. Solomon issues a solemn warning by saying, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Now instead of bringing solemn warning, I wish tonight, I wish too, by the grace of God and by the help of the Holy Spirit, I wish to allow our text, this afternoon to bring comfort in our hearts. Especially those who who are at this time experiencing. Somewhat fear in their hearts concerning the future. I say this afternoon. Right this time. Right this moment. At this moment I say live the future. Stop worrying about the future. Live your future in the hands of God. And we say amen to that. We're praying that. The Holy Spirit of God would bring in a, a ray of light into thick darkness of your fear. As Job, in, in the Bible, book of Job 29. I like what he said here in the book of Job. Chapter <clears throat> Job, uh, verse, chapter 29, verse 1 to 3. Job 29, verses number 1 to uh, verse number 3. Moreover, Job continued this parable and said, "Oh, that hour as months passed, As in the days when God preserved me. And then look at this verse number 3. Job 29 verse 3. When His candles shined upon my head. Thank God. That means His presence, His spirit. When His candles shined upon my head. And when by His light I walked through darkness. That is what we need today. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse number 6. The apostle Paul said... For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts to bring the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It is our prayer, this is our prayer through this message that God allows the light to shine in, to allow us to feel His presence at least, to allow His presence, His love, shine upon us this time there are a few thoughts that i would like to share with you to this message number one first of all we hope to bring comfort in the heart of those who are fearing those who are fearing concerning some evil which is yet to come they anticipate that something something bad will likely happen to them in the future there are some first of all who are afraid even at present they have they have lost joy because of anticipating some evil which they think would come tomorrow there are some prophets of doom so to speak that are that are predicting worse things to happen about this pandemic and how many people are terrified about that And they predict that this will happen. Worst thing will happen. we know these false prophets. uh, You know, scattering all over YouTube. You find them predicting things to happen. On January they said, February. Worst things will happen. And as Christians, if you are not careful, you will easily be misled. Remember that. And you begin to worry about the future. The future. Well, you do not know about the future. Now let me remind you that, that you will never be certain that it will come. Listen to this kind the prophet, so to speak. Prophet so-and-so, prophet so-and-so will predict something. Remember that everything they say, you're not sure they will come. For you can never tell, you can never tell what may be or what may happen tomorrow. Amen? so do not be alarmed so do not be afraid as if you are quite certain that it would happen remember remember one thing if so and so will tell you about worse things to happen in the near future remember thou knowest not what a day may bring forth you know false prophets stop predicting things thou knowest not. nobody knows as Christians, we remember that Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Since it is, since it is uncertain whether it shall happen or not, you need to leave matters in the hands of God. You need to put, you need to put everything, as far the, as the future is concerned, in the hands of God. God, yeah, God, God, in the hands of God, whose divine purpose. Will be wise and good. Remember that. Now, he may allow things to happen, but you know, he never allows anything to happen for his children's sake, towards his children that are not for their good and for his good and for his purpose. Remember that God will only allow things to happen to us, God's people, for his purpose, for his purpose, for his will and for our good god will not allow anything to happen that will ruin us that will destroy us anything he allows to happen he allows it for our good for our good amen so remember that thou knowest not what a day may bring forth so we decide by the grace of god to leave everything in the hands of god and so remember whose divine purpose will be wise and good in the end. Wise and good. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think. And uh, uh, you know uh, the Holy Spirit is wise in putting every word in detail in the Bible. For I know the thought that I have thought. No. I know the thought that I think right now. At present. I know the thought that I think towards you. He's thinking of you. He knows you. Constantly you are in his mind. I know the thought that I think right now. Toward you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Well another thing. We need to consider. If you are fearing about the tomorrow. That all things. The very things. You and I fear. Actually never happen. The major part of our troubles are not those which God sends us, but those which we invent ourselves. They are in your mind. They fill your minds. A poet speaks of some who feel a thousand deaths in fearing one. There are people today fearing fearing a thousand deaths in fearing one. What does it mean? There are many who feel a thousand troubles in fearing one trouble. And we say, which trouble? A trouble that at first had never really existed except in the mind. Is an amen to that. It is sad for a child to try to whip himself. It might be good for him to feel the whip from his father's hand. But it is a little of service when the child applies it to himself. What can, what can you say? When the child tries to whip himself. Hurting himself. Do not accuse God of weeping you. When in reality you are the one. Who keeps weeping yourself. With the troubles. Thoughts of, of troubles tomorrow. Oh. Very open the pain. Which we are afraid about never comes from god's hand at all but they are only the product of the pure inventions of our number one imagination number two our unbelief working together our imaginations and our unbelief <coughs> working together <coughs> well, well, well we say well, now i i heard uh, some some scholars some some group of of, uh, well-known doctors saying that by January, by February, uh, regarding thoughts about, you know, thoughts about the coronavirus. Well, what? what? What if it happens that way? Then there's nothing we can do. There's one thing we know. We do not know what lies ahead. Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You stop worrying about the predictions you hear on YouTube. You hear, uh, you see, and you, on news. Stop worrying yourself. You lack yourself in that thought. In, in one great truth revealed to us tonight. Thou knowest not. Nobody knows. Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And if it happens, as they predict, if it happens, if it happens that way, remember this. God is still in control of everything. And that God will not, hap- will, not, will, will not allow anything to happen that will destroy us. I would like to announce to those who are uh, acting as false prophets that my God is still in control of everything. I still believe on that, that he is in control full control of everything. Remember, thou knowest not what the day may bring forth. And the trouble which you have so much feared may never occur at all. It will never, may never happen at all. Another thing we need to remember is that if the trouble should come, remember this, God has always a way of overruling it. You file up, people would... Men would pile up thoughts and invent so much things to hurt people. You know what? God can overrule. God is in control. God can alter. God can change. God can take it away. Why? Because the only thing that remains and stands throughout the process of our lives here on earth is what God intends to happen. God intends to happen. God is always in full control of everything that happens in our life. Nothing happens to us. Nothing without, without them passing through the hands of God. We are reminded of the children of Israel. The children of Israel, the armies of Pharaoh had pursued them in Exodus chapter 14. In fact, in verse 10, the children of Israel were sore afraid and, and cried. In Exodus 14, verse 11 and 12, they told Moses... Leave us alone. It had been better for us. It had been better for us. To serve the Egyptians. Than we should die in the wilderness. Can you imagine? Verse 13. Moses told them stand still. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Which he will show you today. Right now. If you read verses 21 to 31. Let me say this to you. God will do the same. God will do the same things to you, for us, in our behalf. the trouble, the troubling of Israel, you know, uh, the, 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 the trembling, I mean of Israel, Israelites stood there, they, they stood there, and they saw the salvation of the Lord and wonder they wondered at two things, actually, they wondered about their unbelief, and secondly, they wondered about God's faithfulness, and see, wonder. <clears throat> As a child of God, there may be times you feel the same thing. You see that the sea is before you like the children of Israel. The mountains on the other side, either side. And the foe is behind you. Your enemy is behind you. But thou knowest not whatever situation you are locked in right now. You are hemmed in. You are surrounded in. Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Your enemies may predict something bad to happen to you. But remember this God is still in control. Thou knowest not what shall be on the morrow. The Israelites were caught in between. Uh, there, there was no, no way out for them. You can read Exodus 14 verses 19-24 because time will not allow me. And all their worries were made yesterday. Remember this? The worries they made yesterday and uh Uh, their worries about tomorrow. Yesterday, they worried so much about what will happen tomorrow. When the tomorrow came, look at verse 24, Exodus 14, verse number 24. Here's something that I would like to see for us. Yesterday, they were complaining. Yesterday, they were retreating. Yesterday, they were fearing. Fearing about what? Tomorrow. What will happen tomorrow? And that tomorrow that they were afraid of, Yesterday became today. In Exodus 14 verse number 24. Open your Bible there. It came to pass in the morning. Yesterday they were complaining to Moses. Yesterday they were fearing to Moses. We want to go back. You brought us here to die in this wilderness. And yesterday they were doubting God. Doubting about what? About our tomorrow. And When the tomorrow came, the tomorrow became today. Look at verse 24. And it came to pass in the morning. The yesterday became morning in that day. In the morning was the Lord looked upon the host of the Egyptians to a pillar of fire. And troubled the host. Destroyed the Egyptians. The Egyptians they, they were complaining about. They were afraid about yesterday. And uh, yesterday they thought about their future, about their tomorrow, and their tomorrow is now present in the morning. And when the morning comes, God destroyed them all. God destroyed them all. Matthew six thirty four: Take no thought for the morrow; for the morrow shall take thought of the things. But the things of yourself, sufficient unto the day is the evil, the wrath. Remember that. Dr. J. Bernard McGee said today is the tomorrow. Today is the tomorrow that we worried about yesterday. Yesterday they were fearing. Yesterday they were rebelling God. Yesterday they were complaining. They were fighting against Moses and God. Today is the tomorrow that we worried about yesterday. Today is the day of blessing Today is the day of God. Leave the tomorrows in the hands of God. For he will take care of us. Like the children of Israel. Our God shall lead us through the depths of the sea. Number two. Let us consider the, 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 another class of Christians. Those who are pre- at present really going through real trouble in, in life. So that they worry about the future. At present, they are worrying. Number one, we considered those who fear about concerning some evil yet to come. Number two, let us also consider another class of Christians. Those who are at present are really going through real troubles in life. And so they worry about the future. There are those who at present moment... Are suffering through present distress and affliction. We can never tell. I can never tell how many who are at present, Those who are watching today. Those who are listening. They were hurting deep inside. Distressed. Fearing. Because of the present affliction they are going through. There are times that we are troubled over the worldly matters. And uh, remember, God has promised to provide our needs. God will never leave us nor forsake us. Today, remember this, do not despair. Do not lose your hope today by worrying about your tomorrow. Yes, it's true that thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. But God is in full control. In full control, I mean, of your tomorrow. Lamentations 3. Verses number nineteen to twenty-three: Great is Thy faithfulness. Take therefore no thought for the morrow; for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And leave the worries of tomorrow in the hands of God. You have you have had enough troubles for today. And uh, tomorrow, leave it in the hands of God. You have no power at all to do anything about your tomorrow. The tomorrow is completely in the hands of God. You worry about it, there's nothing you can do about it. Leave it in the hands of God. The third group of Christians that we'd like to address at this time are those who are are burdened (coughs) in the service of the Lord at present. They feel tired. They feel worn out. Number one, there are times when we feel that our work for Christ is not successful. Sometimes we feel like the disciples of Christ who said, Master, I have told all night and have taken nothing. God has called you to be faithful. You may feel discouraged because of the trials of serving uh, the Lord at present. Do not... Do not decide to stop serving the Lord. You may feel uh, like like fainting today, but go on. Continue serving the Lord. Do not quit. Move on. For tomorrow, you may arise with new strength. Tomorrow, just tomorrow. Basi ugma ang reward si gano'n nagpaabot si You quit today, just exactly tomorrow. Just exactly tomorrow is the day. Don't get discouraged. Church, the work that God has laid in our hearts is so great. We cannot afford to quit today because who knows? Tomorrow is the right day. God has appointed all the blessings we deserve, all the blessings He promised to us. Never quit today because tomorrow, who knows? Who knows? the blessings of God will fall. Is there an amen to that? There are times without, we question whether it is still worth continuing in our prayers, in our witnessing, in our work serving the Lord. Do not stop. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as we know <clears throat> you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Number four, there are some Christians who are happy. They are faithful serving the Lord today. They are happy. They have no troubles. They have no worries. They feel the blessings of the Lord is overflowing. They are not worrying about their material needs. They are strong in their faith in spite of the many trials in life they are strong as far as their commitment in serving the Lord is concerned they say I have decided to follow Jesus there are Christians who are like that they are very strong I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back no turning back I thank God for you we always thank God for those kind of people but let me say to you Still, remember this: thou knowest not what a day may bring for it. Thou knowest not tomorrow may be a dying day. Tomorrow may be a dying day, no matter how faithful we are, our dying days, our dying days, remember this, <clears throat> may come for it. It may happen tomorrow. It may happen tomorrow. It will surely come. And it may happen tomorrow. But for the child of God. Their dying day may bring forth sorrow. For today you can say. I may, I may be doubting and facing, uh, fearing right now. But I will see his face tomorrow. Yes they have triumphs today. But they are confident that they will see God tomorrow. If you are not yet saved. If your salvation is not sure, settle your relationship with Jesus. You need to be saved. You need to completely settle the matter of your salvation. And maybe until now, you casually ignore this important thing in your life, most important thing in your life, that is to be saved. Please, come to Jesus before it's too late. Be saved. Don't be like that rich fool who bragged on everything he has. But God says... Thou fool this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. You may be enjoying life today, you have wealth today, you have good health today, but tomorrow you may be in hell. The only way of escape is the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to see Him. Christians, maybe you are going through some trouble experiences today, some fear, some pain. Well, my friend, remember this as I, close, as I close my message with this thought. Our Lord Jesus Christ is alive. He lives. And because He lives, we can face tomorrow. We can face tomorrow. Ma'am, ellen can you please uh, play it with me? Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Our tomorrow is in the hands of God. Jesus says, I am He that liveth. And was dead, not is dead, but was dead because he is alive. We can face tomorrow. We can face tomorrow. I hope I still have the voice to sing, but I sing it from my heart. I do not mind about the tune, but I mind every word of it. Because it's from the word that we get the meat of his strength the message we need because He lives. Yes, the dark, I mean the future may be dark in our own eyes today, but the future is bright because He lives. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to love Heal and forgive, he live and die. To buy my pardon, an empty grave is there to prove my savior lived. And then one day, I'll cross the river, I'll fight life's fight, I'll war with pain, and then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the light of glory, and I'll know he lives. Please sing it with me with your heart. Because I, he lives. I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. All fear is gone. Because I know he holds The future and life is worth a living just because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. There may be sorrows. There may be fears. There may be pain. But because he lives. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold I am alive forevermore. The devil will cause us to worry about our future. So much. Causes us about to worry about tomorrow. But tomorrow. Is in the hands of God. I am glad that He's in full control of tomorrow. He is in full control. If you had never been saved, I ask you to be saved. But Pastor Inger, how can I be saved? First of all, recognize that you are a sinner. You are a sinner in the sight of God. In spite of the fact that you are a sinner, God loves you so much. And that God wants to save you through His Son. Come to God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Receive him into your heart. And he will save you. Say Lord Jesus. I need to be saved. I'm a sinner. I completely yield myself to you. I receive you into my heart. As my Lord and my Savior. Christians. Live the future. Tomorrow. In the hands of God. We cannot tell. When this pandemic ends. There are so many false predictions. About. About what will happen next year. What will happen a few days from now. What will happen few months from now. Time is getting worse and worse and worse all the time. But our future. Remember this. Our tomorrow is in the hands of God. And we still sing that song. Because He lives. I can face tomorrow. How many of you will gladly follow my prayer to be saved. And say Lord Jesus I... Ask you to come to my heart, forgive me of my sins, Lord Jesus. Save my soul. I accept you, I receive you. God, I am a Christian. You have spoken to my heart about my fear of tomorrow. And help me by the grace of God to gladly, willingly leave everything and, and completely their Father, like what first Peter 5 verse number seven says, casting all your care. Upon him. For he is much concerned. For he careth about you. Matthew 11.28 says. Come unto me all ye that labor. And are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Let's sing an invitation song. Just one verse. Just, just one particular verse. As we sing it. Make a commitment to God. Make a commitment. you are not saved. Pray the sinner's prayer. Pray the sinner's prayer. What song Sir Mark. Just one verse would be enough before sir greg comes just one verse let us all sign up please god bless this invitation bless those who need to be saved Touch their hearts christians lord as they surrender their future in your hands what song sir mark i'm saying so sweet to trust in jesus he's so sweet to trust in jesus what song is that can we blast it on the uh, do we have that copy on the screen is so sweet. This so sweet to trust in Jesus. Really, walk with Jesus. Live as Jesus lives. Commit everything into His hands, and He will bless you. This so sweet. This so sweet to trust in Jesus. Sing it. Verse one. Verse Just five. one verse. Come on now. This so sweet. To to trust trust in in Jesus, Jesus, just to take Him at His his word. word. Come on. Make a decision. Oh God, wherever you are standing, wherever you are standing, make a decision in your heart. Oh God, Christians, you are troubled about tomorrow. Leave it in the hands of God. Yes, He's so sweet to trust in Jesus. This so sweet to trust in Jesus. He's great. He's wonderful. He loves you. He cares for you. For he careth for you. God says, Jesus, Jesus, Oh, for grace to trust me. Sir Greg, please.
1: Thank you, Pastor, for that invitation. Uh, Thank you for preaching the very Word of God. Leave the future in the hands of our Holy God. So we praise God for the preaching, and I hope we will not only be hearers, but again, doers of the Word of God. Okay, so thank you for coming here, and also our members who are there joining us via live streaming. Thank you for being with us and um, most especially first-timers joining us in our live streaming. Uh, again, we welcome you, and I hope and pray that next time you will join us once again in our service. Let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let's pray. Heavenly Father and loving God, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Uh, we we'll hear the Father, as we listen to the word which is So important, very valuable, very precious, especially nowadays. For we do not know the future, O God, only you know the future. Help us, dear Father, to be strong and uh, knowing that there are things that you keep or hide from us. But there are also things that reveal to us, like all of us, we live in this world. There is death. But on the other hand, you have also assured us that there is resurrection, especially those who are saved, which is our hope. And Lord, nowadays, as mentioned by our pastor, there are so many fake news and false prophets. But Lord, whatever it might be, we leave matters in your hands. Because we know that you are in control. And help us, dear Father, not to lose our hope today. We do not know what will happen tomorrow. And we pray for the members of the church. There may be some who have the heavy burdens in serving you, dear Father. We pray for them, that you will help them. Help us not to quit. Help us not to be discouraged. And give us the kind of attitude, uh, like Apostle Paul of old, was that joy, overflowing joy in serving you. Whatever happens, Lord, we will continue to serve you. Help us to make this happen. There's someone in our midst or not yet saved, Lord. We pray for the salvation of that person's soul. Help them, the Father, have mercy upon them. We know, Lord, that you are God whose mercy endureth forever. As we are about to depart, bless your people, Lord, bless us and continue to protect us, provide us with our lives, especially at these difficult times. Thank you for what you have done in our lives. Thank you for today. It's a long day for us, Lord, but we are so happy to hear the very word of God coming from the Bible and all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. May sa and may God bless us all. So Katung